Welcome back to the podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. I'm your host, Lauren Mazadonsky, and today I have a special guest with us, Dr. Megan Howell. Hi, Megan. Hey, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited to have you join us. Now, Megan is an author, a publisher, and a writing coach. And I am so excited to dive into this because what attracted me to Megan was I saw that she has a journal and journaling has been such a huge part of my life, my healing. So I'm really excited to hear more about your journey. So tell us, yeah, what inspired you to even get into journaling in the first place? Yeah, I love this question. So I started journaling in the summer of 2020, right? So, you know, (laughs) the thick of the pandemic blues and all of that kind of stuff. But I also was going through some family stuff and I was in a very negative headspace, very negative mindset. And I was just like, one day I was just on a walk. It was so hot outside because I live in Southern Iowa (laughs) and it's It gets really hot. Um, And I was just like, I just don't I I just need to change. Like I need to do something. Right. So I started to listen to personal development podcasts and then I was consuming so much content and, you know, really trying to rewire my brain to get out of like that negative mindset. And I was learning so much and I was like, okay, (laughs) I feel like all the information is like seeping out of my ears. Like I need a place to put this. So Mm -hmm. I was at the grocery store with my husband and Um, we were walking by the school or the school supplies section and I was like, I need to buy a journal. (laughs) So I went over there, I bought a journal and I started to just keep track of what I was learning from different podcasts. So I would write down the podcast, the episode specifically that I was listening to, and then anything and everything that stuck out to me. So I, you know, it'd be like a cool little tidbit that, a podcaster would say like a quote or a question or whatever it was. And so I really used it as this space to keep track of information, but then slowly, but steadily over time, I was like, well, podcasters ask you questions, <laughs> right? Like they, they typically ask you questions, especially if they're in that, um, personal growth development space. So I was like, I should probably start answering these questions. So I started to put pen to paper and it just write the question at the top, start answering the question. And I was like, oh my gosh, this whole new level of awareness and ideas and growth is happening here. Like, this is so cool. So then eventually from there, I started to ask myself my own questions. I started to process you know, my own thoughts, my own experiences, all the different stuff that I was going through, problem solving, a lot of problem solving, which then spun into gratitude and writing out a problem and then reframing it. Lots of mindset stuff, just really reflecting on anything and everything that I was going through. So that's kind of the the journey into it. It was a very organic kind of stumbled into it. And it just sort of unfolded in really cool ways for me. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you agree, but like, once you get it out on paper, it's like, and it feels just different. You process it different. You're like, Oh, I'm really thinking that, or that's the way, you know, I look at the situation. So it just brings a whole new self-awareness to the table. Like once you're getting out of it, out of your brain. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You said that so well, that's exactly the experience is exactly the feeling for sure. Yeah. So then what made you decide to then create your own journal? Yeah. So I love this question. So, um, I started to experience all of the benefits that you get from journaling, just really being able to process, to accept, to reframe, to heal, to just do a ton of stuff. Right. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. 
And I feel like I'm just naturally a sharer. <laughs> like I just like to share my thoughts. I like to share what I'm going through. I like to share books and products and different things and experiences. So I started to take time-lapse videos of myself journaling in the morning and I would put it up on my Instagram story and I would just write a little blurb about what it is that I was journaling about. You know, today I'm writing about how frustrated I am or like I'm writing about this like really cool win or, you know, whatever, like whatever it is that I was writing about. And I started to get questions in my DMs about, you know, like, oh my gosh, I love that you journal. I love that this is something that you do, that you make a part of your morning routine. Um, but like, I don't know how to journal. I don't know how, I don't know where to start. I don't know, um, oh, like what to do with the blank page. Like, I feel like someone is always going to read it. Like, I feel like I'm being watched, like all this stuff. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have answers to all of these questions. I could use my background in education and my experience and ability as a writer and merge the two to create a really impactful, powerful resource for women to teach them how to journal. Yeah, that's so powerful because I agree that same question, like how do I start? And so I'm so excited to be able to share your journal with you know, my audience and um, my clients for coaching. Um, but another thing I think it's interesting um, being an entrepreneur and even just talking to other ones is the clarity you've kind of gotten almost on this path that you're now going down. Um, so tell us kind of like a little bit about how that's unfolded, how you've kind of like trusted your gut and knowing kind of where to make these pivots. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's such a big question. I love this. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if I have like a good smooth answer for this, (laughs) but bumpy road when you're an entrepreneur. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh my gosh. So I come from a family where I'm a little bit of like the black sheep, like a little bit of like the outsider in terms of what I decided to do with my life. So my dad and my brothers all majored in some sort of form of business. My dad's a really successful business owner and CEO and that was never me. (laughs) That was never me. I don't do math. I don't do numbers. Like get me away from Excel and charts and graphs, like, you know, whatever projections, like that is not me. I have always been a storyteller. I've always been someone who loves characters and just writing and creating, um, very much a humanities person. And so, I majored in English in college. And then I just, I I felt this overwhelming urge to just not be done with my major. So I was like, I was mowing the lawn one day and I was like, dad, because we had this plan that I was going to go to law school because a lot of the skills that you learn as an English major really translate well to law. And so I was like, you know, I was mowing the lawn one day and I was like, dad, I am not going to law school. Like I was just like all sweaty and covered in grass. And I marched inside and I was like, I'm not going like, that's not what I'm going to do. And he's like, okay, that's, that's cool. What do you want to do? And I had printed out this giant stack of research. Right. Um, and I was like, I am going to go get my master's in English. And I like pushed the research across the table to him. And he was like, he didn't even look at it. He didn't even touch it. He was just like, cool. Like you go for it. So I went straight from undergrad into my master's and then into my PhD program. And you know, it just, that was very, very aligned for me. Like I love talking about, um, literature, different texts, like stories, um, having conversations about it and doing all the writing with it. And then when I graduated with my PhD, 
the other side <laughs> of working in academia is just not what I thought it was going to be. And I found myself in this really weird, unfulfilled place where I was like, I've been, you know, I, it's always been, English has always been aligned for me, but I was like, I've always thought that, you know, oh, just get to the other side, like enjoy the process, but get to the other side, just be a professor. Don't just, don't be a student and a professor at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I was on the other side, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> I don't feel fulfilled. Like this is not enough. Like I need something else to do. So I started doing some of my own writing and then, you know, the pandemic happened and then, you know, I got into journaling that way. And I was, I I ended up in a, you know, (laughs) personal development on like community. And I, you know, met all these women who got me and got it. And I just kind of started to evolve into a person who wanted a business who wanted to do something that created impact. And I wanted to be able to use my PhD in ways that I never, ever thought I would, (laughs) you know? So I, it just, and and all this has kind of come to me organically over time. So I started with the podcast and, you know, I, then it led me into writing the, the book on journaling. And then that is kind of, um, evolved into teaching, women, how to write their own books. And I have a free writers community. And I'm just like realizing that, you know, I want to pour into women to teach them how to write. And then that's leading into the publishing house. So it's like, it's all kind of organically happening and, you know, different pillars of the business keep like popping up of like, Oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And when I started the podcast and started this whole entire journey, I was like, you know, not all of it was clear at the same time. Like I had no idea how much a give back component and really like women empowering women and creating a massive empowerment web was important to me. Like I knew that, I, you know, I love women supporting women, but I didn't know, I didn't see myself as someone to create scholarships or someone to create nonprofits and to get into that space and to use my business as, you know, a way to elevate other women, especially women who are financially like underprivileged and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I just kind of have leaned into what I love, leaned into the passion that I have for writing and for storytelling and for women empowering women. And just kind of like, this is where we are. Yeah. So what has kind of helped you though, like follow your gut? Cause you said, obviously it wasn't like you started with the podcast and then it just kind of like one thing after another keeps getting added. You said like organically, and it just kind of feels right. Like what has helped you stay true to that? Ooh, that's really good. Um, that's a great question. I just think I've always been a person to follow, to like follow my gut, to follow my intuition, to follow that passion that I have, um, you know, because on paper majoring in English doesn't make any sense, (laughs) you know, like it doesn't lend itself to, to a job. And that's one of the problems in higher education right now is that, you know, students are only interested in majors that sound like a job. Right. So, um, I just think I've always just been the person to just like follow my gut, follow my passion and the rest of it will unfold. The, The how will come, will come later. Oh, you gave me chills. Like seriously. Cause I know talking to so many entrepreneurs, like that's a hard, a really hard thing to step into. And sometimes we have so many things on our plate that it's like, maybe it is, maybe that's the key is kind of what you said is I started with the one thing and then, then added, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause sometimes when yeah. too much, you don't have the clarity and you need to follow, like, like you said, your, your purpose, your passion, you led 
with the thing that was in your heart. And then these other things come to you kind of like you explained to me about the course that you weren't ready to create because (laughs) you are so in, in your, your purpose, your passion, you're right there that you were called to do it sooner. So tell us a little yeah. bit about what you're doing and how that felt knowing you kind of had to start before you were ready. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, I feel so fortunate, like so blessed, just so incredibly grateful. So I had published my book on journaling and I learned so much in the process, <laughs> so much, so much about like how to, how to do it and all the, the technical stuff that you just really don't think about. And my DMs were flooded with women who were like, oh my gosh, I want to write a book. Like you've convinced me, like I want to do it. And it was like, it's, it's so hard for me to say this because like, it's something that I'm working through in real time, like really being humble to, to a fault. Like I'm really trying to like work through that, like honestly, um, full transparency in real time. But, you know, I, I, I was proof to them, to these yeah. women that it's possible to write a book, you know, and like. I just, I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, this is the direction I wanted to go in. But I just, I had been telling myself a story that it was going to be hard to get people enrolled in the class. This whole entire journey was going to just be like a giant battle and struggle. But there were women in my DMs that were like, I want to write a book. Like you've convinced me, like, I want to do it now. I want to do it messy. I want to do it in the middle, the middle stage, right? Because there's so much further to where I want to (laughs) go, you know? And, but I don't want to wait to write all the books that I want to write you know, 20 years from now, like I want to write it in the process, like in the messy middle stage, because there's so much value that you can have, um, at that stage as well. Like you don't have to have the $10 billion company to be able to write a book, you know? Um, and I've just really realized how important that was. And again, all happening organically in real time, right. I'm like, man, that is like a huge part of my message and my mission that you don't have to have that $10 billion company to start. So, all these women are in my DMs. They're like, yes, I want to do it. I want to do it now. I'm like, cool. And they're like, you know, what's your course cost? Like, when are you starting it? All this stuff. And I was like, like, I haven't totally developed it yet. Like I have notes. I have journals filled with notes about how to do this. And it's perfectly planned out in my head. And they're like, well, pick a start date. Like we're in. And so five women just came to me and just funneled right into the course. And I am so grateful because I know that doesn't always happen to any, to to many people. Right. But it just, it did. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So, um, I'm actually finishing up that course right now with like the first round. And I think I'm going to launch it again in July, but it just, it just feels, I don't know. It just feels so good. And it's just such a, such a wild ride to be able to help these women get their voices and their stories out into the world because they matter, you know? No, that's amazing that it just worked out that way. And you started, even if you didn't have it developed because you already had all the tools, you had the knowledge, you did it. Mm-hmm. So that's so amazing. Congratulations. There's so oh, many, thank you. Like, it's so cool to watch you take, just add in that next step, because I think sometimes we're just, we need the clarity, but you're kind of gaining it as you go, because you just, you mm-hmm. started with the knowledge of like, you like to write, even though you were so set on that being a business owner. And now here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's wild. Like, that's why I just say like, never say, you know, never say never, because I just, I was not the business person. I had that so solidly clear in my mind of like dad and my brothers do the business. Like I am the humanities person, you know, but here I am, I can combine 
the best of two worlds and it feels right and good. So do you have another, another book in your back pocket over there that you're working on? (laughs) I do. Yes, I do. So my first book was um, more of like a thought industry leader type of book where I have all this knowledge and expertise to share with the reader about journaling. Um, and so in my thought industry leader, I mean, like, um, my book is, it's not written in the same tone as his book is, but it's kind of like James Clear's Atomic Habits. Like the person has knowledge to like give, and it's written in that way. Um, and so that was my first book. My second book is more of like an inspirational come with me type of memoir. And you're the first person I've told this to like out loud (laughs) on an interview. So, um, second book is, the inspirational memoir about limiting beliefs, because I have unintentionally put myself into a cage and a prison of limiting beliefs my entire life without even realizing it. And I truly believe that yes, the world and other people can put us there, can put those thoughts and beliefs into our heads, but we're the one who actually holds the key to the cage. So that's what book two is all about. I can still relate to that in so many ways. And mine was definitely in um, more like, insecurity of ways like from my past relationships. And also because I wasn't the smartest girl in the room in school. So I made that mean something about me and I held that belief for a really long time. So Mm -hmm. that is going to be such a powerful book that I think so many people need, need to need to read. Um, So tell me this, since this is, seems like a, and I know it's not an easy journey, even though these things just keep organically happening for you. So now that we can say you're an entrepreneur, what advice would you give for maybe entrepreneurs that don't have that clarity and maybe things aren't organically happening? Like what advice would you give to them to kind of gain some clarity? Ooh, I love that. So I am a baby entrepreneur. So take this, take this like for what it is, but I think it comes down to two things. Like, I really think it's about following like your passion, following your passion and really taking action to give yourself that sense of clarity. But also I think it's not giving up before it's time. Um, There's a a quote that I love by Patrice Washington. It changed my life. I heard her speak and I just was like a puddle on the floor, like just falling out of my chair. I'm like, you're just so incredible. Um, But she says this thing where she says, um, oh, what is it? Break down. Okay, here we go. Breakdown happens right before breakthrough. And that quote is so freaking good. And it like, it's so good. It's almost like, it almost has like a haunting quality to me in the best way, because so many people give up before, like right on the cusp of breakthrough, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to say that my journey into entrepreneurship has been easy. Like I am, again, I am so grateful, so fortunate that I have, been able, like, like filling my first course was effortless. Like, you know, I'm just going to be <laughs> grateful and unapologetic about that because I mean, that's yeah. what it was. Right. But moving forward, you is that you're, you seem really good at following your gut and staying aligned with that where I think, and I know yeah. like for me, and I'm, I'm sure other listeners can admit, like maybe they've had the same setback is like, I can get stuck in wanting to help everybody. And sometimes it's like, <laughs> you have to be okay. Like narrowing that down. And for you, I'm sure you could help so many people in so many ways, but you're focused on, on the writing. And I think that's the yeah. piece is like staying true to like that core of what you're doing. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely like what it is. And, you know, filling the first class has been, has been, you know, amazing. It's been seamless, but that might not be that way moving forward. But I know to your point that writing feels aligned. I have 10 years of teaching experience, a passion for helping women. And it's just gonna, that that's the direction I'm always gonna, (laughs) I'm always going to go in, you know? Um, and then as well too, like everybody says it, but it's seriously that action. So action gives you clarity, but I also prefer to think that action gives you wisdom, right? Because you're going to do it better next time. So this first course, despite 10 years of experience in teaching, despite the fact that it feels so aligned and I felt so solid in my rationale for how the course was sequenced and what I was doing, it's going to change for the next round. It is going to look nothing like the current rendition of it. You know, it's going to be broken into two courses, the intro and then a mastermind. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's evolving over time, but if I wouldn't have given myself that ability to start messy, to start scared, to start before I was ready, then I wouldn't be in this place where I have multiple programs and stuff to offer. That's going to pour so much value into the women who are brave enough to put their credit card down. Yeah. Wow. So much good stuff right there. Um, so one last piece of advice too, like, what would you tell if someone has had that on their heart to write a book? Ooh, (laughs) I would say, uh, slot into my DMS on Instagram. I have a free writer's corner community for women. So I pour tips into there. We have events like live Q and A's trainings, all this good stuff. And then in July, I'm going to be giving lots of awesome trainings and actually running a story contest where you can actually win money. So I'm very excited about it. I would start with that community. If you want to write a book, you need to be around other women who have the same goal as you be in their energy, support each other, get more access to me for free. (laughs) And then, you know, go from there. What's the, what's the story thing that you're doing in in the summer? So this summer I am doing a story contest, um, because I think the hardest part is starting, right? The hardest part is starting. The hardest part is thinking, oh my gosh, I have to write a 200 page book, right? Like, you know, you got to walk before you can run. So I want to get women experience, um, writing and, you know, putting together a cohesive manuscript, right. That's, you know, small, short, like a shorter, shorter story, like 10 pages or so. And I really want to, um, I really want to do that because again, like it's, it's hard to start. I want to give them experience. I want to give them confidence. I want to get them to a point where they're like, oh my gosh, I I could do this. I could turn this into something bigger, you know? I love that. Okay. So tell us all the other things, like where our listeners can find you, where they can get your journal, the name of it, your podcast, tell us all the things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for having me. So you can find me on Instagram, um, at dr.meggymarie, D-R.M-E-G-G-Y-M-A-R-I-E. And I've got a link in my bio to like all the things I have a link in my bio to the book. I have a link in my bio to my podcast, the power within her to the book. Um, the, and the book is called the power within her guide to journaling and it's on Barnes and Noble. Um, so there's that. And yeah, it's just really the link in my bio is the place <laughs> to find, to find all of the, all of the things. Well, you are just filled with so much wisdom. Is there any other <laughs> parting words you would love to just, you feel called to tell our listeners today? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, 
for so many years of my life have been this, like the scaredest person, like the ultimate scaredy cat. But I have just learned through working on myself, through journaling, through, you know, meeting other like-minded women, through leaning into community that your desire to do whatever it is that you want to do, that's just very deep, (laughs) deep in your brain, deep in your heart. That desire is so much greater than your fear, because what waits you on the other side of all that fear Um, Well, fear never goes away, but what waits on the other side of that decision to start is just so much fulfillment, so much alignment. You can feel so freaking proud of yourself and you're going to look back a year from now and be like, wow, that is so cool. When you are so much proof of that. So I hope our listeners, you know, share, tag us, both of us, let us know what your biggest takeaways are, because there is so many good nuggets here. um, And I cannot wait to get my hands on your journal. So thank you so much for joining me today and sharing so many amazing takeaways. I can't, I just can't wait. Like you literally gave me goosebumps and even (laughs) just clarity for some of myself. So I appreciate you and thank you so much for joining us. So listeners, as always stay cheeky.